0: my life here on earth, the purpose, the general, the umbrella, the overriding principle that God has for my life here on earth is to do what? To glorify him, to be a praise to him. Now see, that, that changes everything. If I saw my purpose here on earth to have a good career, a job, a marriage, and kids, and all that, if I saw my purpose here on earth to enjoy myself, to have a good time, and rioting, and really, you know, just, or if I saw my purpose on life as as I'm older now, of retiring, and just kicking back, and relaxing, whatever you want to put in there, if it isn't to bring glory and praise to him, you're missing the purpose of your life. And if you're missing the purpose of your life, you are missing out on everything. Until you understand that the purpose of you being here on this earth is to glorify God in everything you do, then you're not understanding the purpose of your life. And you are searching, and you are clinging, and you are groping at all kinds of things, thinking they're going to bring purpose, they're going to bring meaning, they're going to bring happiness, and they're not going to do it. Those are addendums. Those are add-ons. Those are, uh, those are minor points. The major point is that my life glorifies God. What if that involves suffering? What if that involves persecution? What if that involves uh, not getting everything I want? What if that involves uh, uh, people not liking me so much? What if that involves me bringing a message that may not be popular or acceptable by the crowd? Am I still willing to say that God's purpose in my life is to glorify Him? Am I still willing to go that route? I don't know where a large segment of today's Christianity came from. When I study the Bible, I realize that they were persecuted, church. They were driven out of towns and out of their homes. When I realized that if you include Paul and count twelve apostles, 11 of the 12 apostles, not including Judas, 11 of the 12 apostles were martyrs. They died glorifying God with their life. Where did we get this Christianity today that tries to be acceptable to the world, be compatible to the world? They lived lives that were so radically different that they brought on themselves persecution. And I would say to you today that when you take a stand for truth and you live for God, you will not make everyone around you happy. There will be some folks who will get upset with you. There will be some folks who will not like you. There will be some folks who will persecute you. I've told you this before. Right after I was first saved and I went back to my job and worked with the guys that I had worked with already for a year, I didn't see why there was anything different. I didn't understand why they should not like me. But there was one guy on the job that did everything he could to make my life miserable after that. He was the backslidden son of a Pentecostal preacher. And when he heard I'd got saved in a Pentecostal church, it brought such conviction on him that he did everything he could to tear down my witness. And I didn't do a thing but love him. Well, folks, glorify God. Can you surrender your life to God this morning and say, God, whatever, 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 whatever. Just glorify yourself in me. There are many people that are believers that are willing to die for him What he really wants is you to live for it. And secondly, God's will concerning moral decisions. In 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 15 and 16, he says that God's will for you and I is that we live a holy life. What does a holy life mean? It means we live in wholeness and completeness. You see, those that are not saved are incomplete. That's their problem. When they come in contact with someone that is complete, it bothers them. Sometimes it makes them look with askance, uh, what makes you different? Sometimes it makes them look with judgment and criticism. You are no holier than I am. Well, no, I'm not trying to be holy. I'm just trying to live uh, uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit and the way the Word of God says and, and live joyful and live excitedly and live free of sin. And that bothers some folks. You know what I mean? It bothers some folks. And it'll bother the religious folks more than anybody, won't it? If you got an old religious fuddy-duddy that you're associated with somewhere in the family or you work with them, it'll bother them more than it bothers the sinners. Out and out, sinner will look at you and say, Wow, man, you look genuine. But an old phony Christian, they look at you and you bring conviction on them and they don't like that.